Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rough sketch. Rough sketch. Uh, what's the difference between me and you? You, you. What's the difference between me and you? You, you. Uh, what's the difference between real and fake? What's the difference between love and hate? Cause most opinions are different and let me be more specific before you answer that in your head let this marinate. Saying you real but love jacking people for bricks and chips and then when it happens to you, you look at them like you ready to retaliate on the people that did it and you in the same business that you got yourself in and that's like a pure jealousy and hate cause you love to do it but think nobody else will. That's why I started in my head to do the things that I feel. That's more important to get in a gorgeous woman or flossing or having paper so long. If it feel you would get lost And I'm trying to grab right by the head And stun the game like the often Cause nowadays it's rarely seen From TMC to do that quite often So I sit back, enjoy life for every day that I breathe And do this music till it's time for me to leave You know you talk about some flashy
Playback.
good, people? What's good? It's your man, L. Divine Bay. It's a hum day. It's a hum day. It's a hum day. We about to jump into this topic, man, how we need to recalibrate our thought process. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things going on in the world today, especially in America, man. It's so many topics to talk about today, man, but I'm going to try my best. I'm going to try my best to stay on topic to the conversation that we must have today because it's important. It's imperative that we get up on it. So <clears throat> before we get things started, y'all know we have to give peace and honor to uh, all our ancestors that came before us. So we do that as a sign of homage to everything that they done, because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do today. So peace to the guys, man. <clears throat> Islam to all my Moors. Assalamu alaikum to the nation of Islam. Hotep, Balafia, uh, Shalom, and any greetings of peace. And I forgot to mention, make sure you put me up on game, man, and let me know so I can say salutations and peace and love and everything to you, too. Now that we got the energy right, man, <clears throat> now that we got the energy right, I don't know where to begin, man. I've been I've been blessed to, to, to be able to travel with my family a little bit. We got to see a few things, man, and uh, got to meet a few more people and network, man, to be able to expand what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish, man. So I'm going to get right into it. Let me get my mood right, man. You know, come from a DJ background, so let me go ahead and get it right for y'all. Anybody in the chat room, man, if y'all can hear me okay, throw a thumbs up. Hit me with some likes. Let me know y'all can hear me. I've been situating my, my equipment. You know what I'm saying? I had to move around a little bit down in Georgia. Looking for my, 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 my mentor, my elder down there, man, Mr. Yusuf L., but I wasn't able to connect with him. Next time around, I, I, I'm going to track him down, man. We got some, some face-to-face grown man conversations to talk about. <clears throat> but, yeah, man, uh, like I said, man, we did a little traveling, uh, network with a few people. was able to expand my brand a little bit, man, in a few more states and looking to build with uh, a few more individuals across the country, man. So that's, that's basically uh, going to be the agenda for me, man, moving forward. I'm uh, really getting into my my groove of, as far as building, nation building, you know, connecting with, with individuals all over the country, not just, you know, in my area where I domicile. So, but what we need to talk about today, man, um, there's so much, man, but I got to get, I got to get on into it, man. Um, I want to wait till my West Coast audience jumped on here. And we got a few uh, callers that patronize me on Wednesday night on a regular from overseas. So kind of like to get my switchboard light up a little bit. Shouts out to my people checking in on Facebook Live, Instagram Live. And what up? See my man Diddy Bob checking in from the Diddy Bob and Stone uh, Black Show, man. Make sure y'all rock with them on Tuesdays, man. Tuesdays, Facebook Live. We're going to get them together, man. So, uh, yeah, man. So, uh a lot of things, a lot of things. Where we needed to start, man. I just seen something so disturbing, man. It made me want to go back and retrack and, and get right back to where we were picked up off of last week. But, you know, I had a had an angry caller last week. You know, he was expressing himself about, uh, you know, the, his his distaste for us as, as black people or African-American people or whatever he wanted to call us. Uh, that we're lazy and we like to blame the police and bring up, you know, the race card every time something happens. 
And that was based on the a fact that a woman got shot unarmed by the police. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And it, this time it wasn't a, uh, a white officer or a Caucasian or a European officer. He's actually a Latino. But I don't care if he's black, white, Latino, Mexican, Asian. It doesn't matter to me what race or color an officer is. If you kill a human being that's unarmed and you're trained in your field it needs to be something done to that man it's, it's just you know the the distaste that I have for that individual you know what I'm saying because he was he was siding with the police on different issues not what, what the topic was so it got a little off course with that man but uh, I had a couple of callers call and you know weigh in on their opinion and they 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 put him where he needed to be without me getting you know ghetto because I want to keep my platform and professional as professional as I can possibly keep it because you know I'm still still gonna be me and I'm not gonna let nobody you know kind of come on my show and bully my show and you know nah. but it was good for entertainment purposes and hopefully that individual in Minneapolis you know he gonna tune back in and he can you know see that you know I'm not a defender of wrong I don't care what color you are I'm a defender of truth I'm a defender of equal justice and all of that so if you got a problem with asking you know us asking to be treated fairly and us saying stop killing us you know if you're if you're an officer or you riding with the officers and you're on the side of the law where you you try to justify the fact that a woman was killed shot at five times while she was laying on her back unarmed middle-aged woman 44 45 years old there's no excuse for that man if you train as an officer of the law there's no way you should have to take that woman's life you know i could have tackled that woman and handcuffed her and i don't have 11 years on the force and, and police academy and all that so the the, the thing starts to uh, starts to be revealed that a lot of these people and it's nothing new we a lot of us know this you know anybody that's got a few years on them a lot of these cops man are the same people that you used to go to school with they used to get bullied and that's real man a lot of these people they run to the badge as a protection or a way for them to get back and stick it to the people that they couldn't stand up to when they were you know in high school or middle school whatever whatever the case may be it's a lot of cowards walking around with badges and the fact that they have a gang of people behind them and guns it gives them a sense of uh you know a little more sense of of, of courage and you know they want to get a little cocky with the badge and the gun but you know all of that's going to come to a to an end real soon here because as much as the temperature is boiling in the community and across the country man we as a people it's, this is not something that's being ignored it's just it's just you turning the temperature up and once you get to the point where it's going to go pop that's going to be the point where I feel we as a people are going to be uh we're going to be at odds with each other. And that's that's the unfortunate part of the situation because in the case of a, a, a riot, call it what you want, whether it be a riot, a civil war, 
people, whether you want to believe it or not, we are at war. It's not an all-out war, but there is a war going on outside in our streets. And I co-titled this this show today. I said, let's recalibrate our thought process because the enemy's best weapon is division. And the co-title or the subtitle of the show was called The Divided States of America. Now, as the calls are starting to come in, that's what I need to see, man. I need the calls to start rolling in. I see I got a few people, like I said, I'm on Facebook Live, the uh, the YouTube Live, and the Instagram Live. My man Diddy Bop, he rocking with me on, on the IG Live right now. But the divided states of America, it's a lot of things dividing the country right now. But when you have the president of the United States, Leading the pack for the division is is definitely a problem, man. It's definitely a dangerous situation. And I got I got a, a clip that I want y'all to hear. Hopefully it'll be loud enough to where everyone can hear it. Just bear with me for a minute, man, because y'all need to hear what my man Spike we had to say about this. Um he made a, a lot of a lot of points that that I wanted to echo, so I definitely wanted to put his uh, his two cents on here because he has a voice, and because he's a filmmaker, you know, a lot of people they may listen to what Spike has to say, and if he can prove it's you know the situation and make a few others uh, of our European people see what's going on and maybe try and you know calm this this pot down before it explodes but know this y'all every spiritual every spiritual uh, aspect of what's going on in this revelation is, is is already determined it's already destined it's predestined so even if agent orange <laughs> our our president of the divided states of America even if he is the one that turned the temperature up he's letting us see what's always been there he's just not sugarcoating and hiding behind the fact of who he is and what he stands for so we can't be mad at at Satan for being Satan you know what I'm saying so if his job ordained by Allah or God or whoever you know what I'm saying you 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 the most high if his job is to make Agent Orange turn the heat up and, and let everybody pull out their mirrors and look at themselves for what they really are and if that is going to be the last trumpet in, in Revelation the last trumpet that you hear to set it off for the powers to be hey that's what it is because We are in revelation right now, baby. Whether you want to know it or not, whether you want to accept it or not, we are living revelation. So how it play out in your life and how it play out in your family's life is up to you. You have to be prepared for what's going to happen. You can't just continue to react and react on emotions. We have to be strategic in the way that we respond to these people out here trying to push our buttons to get us off our square. Now, there's a situation arising just in our community here in in, in, in Ohio. We got um, wind that the Klan 
got approved to come down to the courthouse square to do a demonstration or a rally or whatever they call it. Now, if anybody knows the Dayton area, that's something that hasn't happened. I don't know if it ever happened. I'm pretty sure it happened way back in the day. But me being, you know, in my 50s now, I can't remember a time where the city or the government will allow a group that perpetuates hate, discrimination to come and speak in the middle of downtown, you know, to 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 advertise their organization, however you want to call it. The fact that they gave them a, a pass to do that lets us know what type of uh, community and the type of government that we have downtown for us because what I want y'all to understand is I, it's a lot of people starting to try and gather people to protest this and I applaud your efforts and I applaud what you're trying to do but I need you to understand what you are putting these people in in the line for because I personally I would love to go down there and stand off and have a standoff with them and, you know, rah, rah, rah. But we have to stop for a minute and think about the people that you're leading down there to protest this event for. You're protesting to the wrong people. And I'm not saying that to be on some scary-ish or whatever you want to call it. I'm saying I know young black Americans and I know if individuals in our community that have influence stir this pot up and have these young raw bulls and, and, and females down here passionate and being in their emotions about what's going on, all it's going to do is cause a ripple in their demonstration and I need people to understand this. I'm not for them demonstrating downtown. I'm not for them walking through our streets and going from one place to another, recruiting people who may not be a full racist or, or, or have that hate in their heart for anybody that's not of their color. But now that you allow that to, to surface and be exposed in our community, especially in downtown area, now you make it attractive for these individuals that may or may not have even been thinking about joining, you know, a hate group. You know, I'm, I'm going to call it what it is. So now, you you put a public display for those individuals that may be feeling like, man, it, it ain't nothing for us here anymore because they, they taking over everything. We're not taking over nothing. we just stepping up into being able to claim it and do a few things on our own, which what we should have been doing all along, but falling prey to the drugs, falling prey to incarceration, and the broken families and everything that we've been suffering over and over and over, generation after generation after generation, now it comes to a time where, you know, some of the people in our community are starting to see we need to start doing different. We need to start doing better. But we have such a hill to climb. It's crazy how many people, even with what's going on right now, I don't know if they just medicating themselves so they can feel like, you know, uh, it gives them an easier way to deal with what's going on. But trust and believe, bro, if you continuing 
to drown yourself in liquor every day, every other day. If you continue to get your get your buzz on, you popping these pills, bro, and you thinking of that making you cool, and you 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 you, you putting this on to the younger generation that you know sipping on syrup, popping these pills, you know Xanax and all all of this stuff that people do. That ain't making you cool, bro. It's making you a junkie. <laughs> and becoming a junkie in the time that we're in right now is not gonna amount to nothing but a slaughter for you and your people, bro. If you take a look on uh, any YouTube page, just 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 kind of go through and look at people training their kids in tactical warfare and weaponry and things of that nature. You ain't gonna see a whole lot of us out there. You're gonna see a ton of them out there because they are preparing themselves for a, 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 a new age civil war, bro. This is about to go down. And what's crazy is it's not just gonna be, you know, whites against blacks. No, this is a bigger picture, bro. We talking about martial law is gonna be enacted to where they're gonna try to shut down everything to where you don't even have a right to, to 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 protest or anything. They're already trying to go in and take people's guns because we have a right to bear arms. But if they take everybody's guns and if you don't cooperate, you know what I'm saying, you you challenging the system and then you know they wanna they wanna tag you as being a terrorist or you know, all of this crazy shit, bro. It's like they're setting the stage to where it's going to be almost impossible for us to fight back. But when you have people uh, in your face that you keep ignoring, like the Nation of Islam, like the, the FOI, like um, the Moors, like all of these gangs that are trying to come together now under uh, under the nation with the direction of, uh, you know, the FOI, now it's, it's starting to be like, oh, so why are we killing each other for these little blocks and this little bit of money or whatever, these territories? We need to be forming and getting together and start protecting our neighborhoods, our communities, and our territory because if, if, we, if, we're, not, if we're not on our square, man, they're going to fly right in, continue to, to divide and conquer us, and they allowing us to do the dirty work for them. It's like they still are teaching us this self-hate to the point where when we see a brother that look like us we don't look at that as being a good thing or something that we're proud of we look at that as an automatic enemy it's like the self-hate has been taught for centuries It's, it's embedded in our DNA like the hate is real man I know a lot of y'all probably don't. I ain't no hater. No. If you look deep into your heart of hearts, and if you see a brother or a sister pulling up in a nice whip, and you ain't really got there yet, and a little bit of envy, a little bit of jealousy, it, it resonates in us. Instead of us applauding it and supporting the fact that one of us, you know, did our thing. And for the people that do feel like they have a little bit of success, you know what I'm saying? Don't be the only one. To, to be successful the thing is we have to come back and help our brother up you know what i'm saying 
some people are not going to want your help because of the jealousy, and that's fine. But if you make it out the hood and you don't come back and give at least one person, you're doing a disservice to your community. You're doing a disservice to yourself because nobody makes it out here on their own. Nobody. Somebody helped you along the way. You can say what you want, but nobody is a self-made man. And, and, and the fact that we feel like we have to pull each other and tear each other down when we see other people going to rise man, instead of lifting them up, those are the things and the qualities where, I'm, where, I, where my topic is when I'm saying recalibrate our thought process. We should celebrate the fact that it's a, it's a black-owned business that's thriving. Bruh, keep pushing. Keep, We're going to keep supporting you. Maybe you could come back and show us how to do it once you made it to a certain in your career or your you know your 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 business elevates to the point where you can become you know a fortune 500 or something like that but what i want to talk about and i still want to bring up the spike lee plug real quick but what i want to talk about today is how we have to look at things different and i'm gonna get back to the to the uh to the to the clan rally thing too. And all this ties in together, man. But with the with the Ku Klux Klan coming to uh Dayton, I think it's this weekend. Of all weekends, uh this weekend. But uh like I said, some individuals they they're gonna bring these kids down here to follow them and protest. But what we, we have to understand about our kids is that these young kids are very passionate about something. They haven't had a reason to really be passionate and be loud and, and be, you know, wanting to stand up for things because, you know, with the Black Lives Matter, it, it had its its bubble, but how many people here in the in in actually in Dayton, in the Dayton area, were out there protesting, were out there, you know, we, we had some situations that made national news where people came together, you know, but it was more like a kumbaya, you know, we praying, you know, we, we, we bonding together for a moment, but then it died down when these families got paid off. So the fire wasn't, it didn't continue, you know what I'm saying? We didn't keep the pressure on the people that we need to put the pressure on. So now you got my kids, I mean, your kids, 18, 19, 20 years old, ready to go down here and stand up for something, which is it's, it's not a bad thing to stand up for. But you have to understand what we're looking at, what we face with. Going to protest these KKK, this rally, doing it in a peaceful manner wouldn't be a bad thing. But you know, I know, if one of those, one of our babies is downtown and they see these sheets and they, and they everything that we taught them, all of the movies that perpetuate this hate and they see that face to face, them people in those sheets are going to know we are supposed to be here by law. We got a pass to come down here. So if you come where we're already licensed to, to, to speak and demonstrate we got the law on our side plus them our boys anyway because a lot of them people that's in them sheets 
they got them badges as well. So, and I'm not saying all of them, but believe believe me, we have some law enforcement people here that put on one of them sheets. I, I can guarantee tell you that. That's why they have field practice on us when they when they're doing their job, quote unquote. When they come into our neighborhoods policing our people and then they go back to their neighborhood, this is like recreation to them, man. This is like recreation to them. So y'all need to understand that. Going to protest against this demonstration is going to put our kids in harm's way because none of our kids are going to allow them to call you, call us a coon, a nigga, any of that. And if any one of those Klansmen say anything like coon, nigga, whatever, it's going to set our kids off. So the hate, the, the riot, all of that stuff will start taking in. And then guess what? The police has to defend, have, have to defend them because they're the only one that's rightfully standing with the law because they got a permission, a permit to, to demonstrate. So if we come infiltrating their permit to demonstrate we fall on the wrong side of the law. We might be morally correct, but we're on the wrong side of the law. And if that takes place in, in some type of riot inside, the police will tase with time and possibly shoot one of our babies. Not them, one of ours. And best believe when they come in to demonstrate, they're going to be armed and ready for whatever police as well as the KKK now if one of our people come down there armed we're going to get singled out and we're going to be arrested immediately because we us people of color they are afraid of us in general let alone if we coming down there with a, 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 a CCW and we all got license to carry it's going to be an instant turn of events that's not going to be good in our face because with the intent to demonstrate peacefully, the younger generation, if you know our kids like I know our kids, they're not going to stand for, they ain't going to stand for them just even being there, <laughs> let alone one of them calling them out of their name. You know what I'm saying? So I just think instead of us boycotting or protesting this, this event, we need to boycott and protest against the government and against the individuals who signed this to be something that they can do publicly. That's the person I got a problem with. If you're going to allow a hate group to come in here and speak in downtown in the courthouse square, you wrote, you gave them a pass to do that. Okay, so I got a problem with you because I know if we were to try and get someone from the nation of Islam to come down here and speak, there will be all kinds of hell stopping that from happening for many different reasons. But, you know, we, we won't know until we try. But my point is, to go down there and agitate the situation is going to put kids in harm's way with the police, with these individuals, or this organization, because they're going to have cameras. They're going to be taking pictures. 
they're going to be looking to see who who's the loud mouth leader uh, of this particular cause. And, you know, if you try and coin it, Black Lives Matter or anything like that, you're going to be singled out as a, as a, as a, as a, uh, some type of group. I forget what kind of group they try to tag the Black Lives Matter group. But they put you on lists and, and watch lists and, and, you know, things of that nature. So you got to be careful, man. You got to be careful. But the best thing that we can do when they have their demonstration is let them have their demonstration and then do a demonstration of our own. On our own time, on our own, you know, accord. But to challenge what's already been signed off by our city would be a disservice to us to challenge them directly because their organization went down there and filed some paperwork and they got approved. Our organization ain't filed nothing. So unless we file something to be able to demonstrate that same day, we're not going to be able to stand on the on the side of the law to even combat what we're trying to say and what we're trying to express. So, I just want to weigh in and get some get some feedback. So, I'm going to open a call, the call lines. I'm going to open the phone lines up a little later. But since I got my a few people on IG Live and Instagram Live, Shoot me a question. I see the robes are off and are in high places. I hear you, Diddy. Yeah, that's real. How you doing, Miss 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 Ida? If y'all got any questions on Facebook Live or Instagram Live, put your question in there. Hit me with some thumbs up and some likes. And if you're on YouTube Live, if you got some questions, go ahead and shoot me uh, shoot me one of your questions so we can uh, put it out there. And my people on blogtalkradio.com in the chat room, you got a question, put it up there so I can get to it, man. What's your thoughts on this situation when it comes to the divided states of America, man? I, I have plenty, plenty of ammunition to back that up and uh, to back up the fact that ever since this particular uh, president has been in office, this administration has been in office, it's been nothing but uh, uh, a, a boiling pot for racist and, and demonstration of, of 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 that right wing and that old you know this whole making America great again is is basically sending a shout out to the good old boys like even when he was running his campaign he was saying he can go out on Fifth Street and, and shoot somebody right now and wouldn't lose a vote that's not a signal to send to individuals. If you're trying to bring your country together, it's just not. That's you don't have the country in your best interest when you talk and speak like that. So I have no, I have no love for that for that type of rhetoric or that type of uh, you know buffoonery, man. So let me pull this up real quick so y'all can hear what my man Spike Lee has to say about this. I want y'all to hear what my man had to say and I want to hear y'all take on it. I think I actually yeah here we go Spike Lee versus Trump let me turn my background music down man because I want y'all to hear this okay check this out I was in a guy in the office of the president of the United States of America the most dangerous thing in the United States today 
could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody, and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? I don't know what I said. Uh, not only is this individual dangerous, but he's responsible for this being a very dangerous time we live in.
if it doesn't blow the pot. You know what I'm saying? Because what do they have to gain? This is what they have to gain. It is a lot of European Caucasian individuals that may be a little racist, but they aren't to the point where they hate us just for being us. Now, when a group like this comes in and try and make it fashionable for these younger European or Caucasian kids, then it kind of turns their 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 eyes from, you know, liking our culture, wanting to, to dress and, and and they, you know, it's like they like us, they love us. Sports, entertainment, our fashion, you know, they they have grown to love us. And that's what's really pissing off these old racist hate groups. They can look at the Kardashians. They love us. They can look... You you can look anywhere in the world. The color barrier only exists in the divided states of America. A lot of y'all, when y'all get to start traveling and and moving around, you know, the globe, man, and you see that that race and that color thing, it only exists here, man. It only exists here. They have a lot of things to divide them in other countries, but your skin and your color, I mean, the color of your skin is not one of them. They're more divided with religion than they are of, you know, you're black, I'm white. That, That's some American shit. Tell me. People are... They, they, they separate you when it comes to your class, your status, when it comes to if you're broke or you're rich, that's a separation. If you believe in God or Allah or Jesus or Christianity or Muslim or, you know, if you have a different religion, that separates us. But just because your skin is one color and mine is another color in another country, they don't even be on that. That is the, the stupidity and the ignorance that they still try to perpetuate here to keep us divided because once we are cool with our with our brothers our essays our, the Latino family when, once they all realize that any of us with melanated skin we are all family we are cousins we are descendants of the the, the most high God himself and when they realize that the same enemy has been Going around the earth, devouring everyone that they can. <laughs> it, it's, it's scripture, man. But y'all think it's going to be a a man with a pointed tail and some some horns and a pitchfork? No, 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 no. High places, man. <laughs> Spiritual warfare is going on to high places, but it's going to be a man. It's going to be a people that's doing this. Not not no strange. You know, no, no, no dude with some horns on his head. Y'all gotta get that, 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 that fairy tale Disney nightmare out of your, out of your face and look at the real enemy, man. You gotta look at the real enemy. You gotta understand what is going on, what's happening, and if you read in your Bibles, if you're Christian, you should understand what's happening. 
And if you're reading the Quran, you should understand what's happening. And if you're not in the know and you're not getting your family and yourself prepared for what's happening, then you're going to be a part of that slaughter. I really want to take some questions right now, man. I really do. I, I really want to get, you know, some of y'all to weigh in on some opinions. But I do want to <clears throat> get my point across as to what we need to do because this ain't a event show, you know, to be complaining about what's going on. It's about what can we do? What can we do to, to change the narrative, man? One thing we can do and I'm going to keep pushing this until I get me 10 or 20 people, you know, from my city to, to step up to the plate. We need to take back our city and a part of taking back our city is to strengthen our economy strengthening our economy is going to consist of two things more entrepreneurs and participation to reciprocate and support these businesses so what I bring to the table anybody within the sound of my voice if you have a passion to want to start your own business now you can't throw your your your, your, your hat in there and say I'm going to do this no I want you to really think about something that could be a service to our community what are we lacking as a people in our community what are we spending the majority of our money on so, it's basically an assignment, man. If everybody, on the sound of my voice, you listening to this now, you might hear it on the archive show, but if everybody, in the sound of my voice, will write down 10 things, the 10 most expensive, the, the, the 10 most expensive that you spend money on, from 1 to 10, one being the highest, the most money you spend, and ten being the least expensive thing that you spend money on. Now, some of y'all are gonna, you know, don't don't fudge the numbers. You gotta be real with yourself. Put it on paper. If you got a debit card and you, you know, pull your bank statement up. They'll show you where the majority of your money is being spent. It's an ugly picture sometimes because. We don't really realize where our money's going. And if you're spending your money, you know, with cash, then you really don't know where the fuck's going. I'm telling you right now, because when I used to DJ and get paid cash every night, money would go missing, and I wouldn't know what I did with it. But when you're using debit cards or credit cards, and you go back and look at your statement, like, man, a majority of us spend most of our money in food, liquor, restaurants, and entertainment. That's just real. Some of us may spend a little more money on, you know, shopping, clothes, and things of that nature, but out of your budget, how much do you spend on education? How much do you spend on investing? How much do you spend in trying to get some back because that's our problem when we get money we don't invest it we spend it 
I mean, we don't invest a dollar of that shit. We get our money, we already done figured out what we spending it on. Whether it be the new purse, the new shoes, the new rims, the new big TV. We ain't we ain't buying books. We're not we're not elevating our, our ourselves from where we we are. We gotta learn to vibrate higher. We need to know to how to deposit something positive in us so we can elevate and grow and have the 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 throttle. You gotta have a drive to want to get some money, man. When you just going and working at nine to five and you you expecting something gonna happen different than that nine to five, you tripping. Something different gonna happen. Your ass is gonna get laid off or fired. That's the only thing that's gonna happen different when you go to a nine to five every day. If you don't got a plan to get yourself out of that situation, you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Now, don't get me wrong. Working a job is what you have to do. But you work that job until you can do something different. And everybody that goes to work, if you got a job and you got a skill set, the same job you punch a clock in every day, we can have a conversation. And we can create whatever it is you do every day on a day-to-day basis. We can create a lane for you to have your own little niche. Your own little niche and your own little business. It don't have to be a big business. You can provide services for 10 to, to 50 people. Those 10 to 50 people will be able to feed you and your family for at least a year. And then from whatever type of service you provide to those 10 to 50 people, those people are going to tell 5 to 10 people. So you're looking to start a customer base between 10 individuals or businesses and then grow that to 50 by the end of the year. If you service those people with good service and a good product, those 50 people will tell 10 people and you will have 500 customers out of how many people in, in the state of Ohio? The city of Dayton, I think it's 11 million people in Ohio. 11 million residents in Ohio. Out of that 11 million, it's only 3 million African-American or colored or Moors or whatever you want to say. 3 million. So it's 8 million of them and 3 million of us in Ohio so when you see the statistics and then you wonder why we can't win an election or we can't win some people can't win Ohio bruh this this state is largely red belt this is a red state period now like I was saying stuff that's going to happen this weekend we can't entertain that shit man. we can't we can't get involved with the KKK rally and try and make the news or you know get get a bunch of likes on your Instagram or Facebook and somebody end up losing their life or being incarcerated or something like that behind some people in some costumes going downtown to play uh, you know they, they want to do Halloween early and shit and y'all want to entertain that let them do that because the individuals that they're targeting, they're going to target. And if you make a nuisance of the situation, you're going to make them look even stronger. Because they can bring you out and pull you out off your square. And then when you see the police on their side, it's going to look like we got the power. You see, they don't have no power because we don't know how to organize. 
what we need to do is start looking for some real individuals in our community, some real strong men, some real strong women. And I don't mean physical strong, I mean strong men. You got to be strong mentally to be able to deal with what, what we're going to be faced with. So we need some strong individuals to lead our people into this next wave of either resurrection or to be able to, to be able to, to be able to sustain after this 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 shit hits because it's going to hit the economic situation is going to hit it's going to be a crash it's going to be a crash people the the economic structure that you know is not going to be the same there's so many people jumping into cryptocurrency and I have a plug on cryptocurrency for y'all so if y'all want to get involved with that I'm involved with a company that's going to be going public in July so if you're interested in cryptocurrency that's backed by gold not just regular crypto this is actually backed by something if you're interested in investing in gold that's the only thing that's real money because that paper money is nothing but promissory notes if you're interested in establishing your nationality if you're interested in any of these topics we're going to be doing an event June 22nd secret location if you're interested in attending this event it's in 30 days man 30 days if you're interested in attending the event you need to reach out to me either via email uh, if you got my phone number uh, text me if you got me on social media DM me uh, this is a private event so it won't be publicly advertised as far as what time where anything like that so this is, is basically your chance to, to change your situation it doesn't matter where you are what, what level you are on the status quo if you're on the bottom level we can bring you up if you're on the top level we can help you sustain and protect what you already have but what people need to understand is the day-to-day and the shit that people are doing and they're acting like it's just going to continue to be the same, you are sadly mistaken, man. Sadly mistaken. You can look around the country and see what's going on. Like, they just arrested a 12-year-old boy. Uh, 12 years old. Two cops. One of them had him in a headlock and they ended up putting a bag over his face. And you know, it was it was one of our European brothers that videotaped it. Y'all can pull it up on uh, CBS. I think CBS ran the story. But 12-year-old kid, they, they had him in the headlock. It was two officers, one female, one male. Caucasian, of course. And the, and the, the 12-year-old was a little uh, person of color. The little man was, you know. And he was being a little aggressive with his tone but you still don't choke no 12 year old kid up you can detain him and you call his parents but they physically slammed him down on the ground put his knee in his back you know and then they put a bag over his head because he spit at one of the cops because they were handling him you know that 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 is exactly what I'm talking about when you see something like that happening Kids are not just going to sit there and let you just do what you want to them. They're going to react. And our kids react way differently than one of us will react. 
So when you see us having situations with the police and somebody getting shot, it could be just verbal. But these kids, nowadays, they're animated, they're loud, they're passionate, and one false move like that, it scares them. So, like I said, you can look it up. A little 12-year-old boy got put in a headlock by a grown-ass man. And the, the female cop was right there with him. She wasn't, you know, trying to, to, to de-escalate the situation. She was backing her officer up. And then they took him down to the ground, and then they put a bag over his head. Like he was a dog, man, and it pissed me off so much. And it just, it's just that kind of hit struck a nerve to talk about what we talked about today because in lieu of the situation is coming. Because I know how our young kids are. They're passionate, man. We passionate people. But when you see a 12 year old getting put in the headlock by a grown ass man, dude, I don't put my kid in the headlock. Ain't no way in hell you gonna put my son in the headlock and think that's just gonna be cool. I don't teach my kids to to allow anyone to do that. So why the hell do you think because you got a badge on, you can do that? So we got to teach our kids how to pick these battles. And we got to teach ourselves how to pick these battles. Because we can't be Huey Newton when we outnumbered and we're on the enemy's territory. That would be suicide. You know what I'm saying? Learn to pick your, your battles and make sure you got a dog in the fight. Because when you ain't got a dog in the fight, you're just going to be another person on the news that we're going to be talking about, you know, making posts about for a couple of days, and then the shit is just dumb, man. It's like too many times and too many situations that happen to where we we, we, make, a, we make a little noise to let them know we're upset, and then we just let it, let it slide, man. We got to start hitting these people in a, in a place where it really affects them, and that's in their pocket. So once we start taking our funds away from them and stop giving our money to them and investing and supporting our own businesses and keeping our money in our own community, coming out of their public school systems, creating, getting together to where we can create our own private schools and teach our kids our own curriculum. That is what I'm talking about. Because once we can start reaching to these young kids and we can show them a different way and give them a different way, give them a, a blueprint that they can follow these steps and be successful without having to sell drugs, without having to hope you're going to make it to the NFL, the NBA. We got to stop these pipe trains. We got to give our kids some realistic goals and some realistic examples of what success really looks like. Ownership, showing your showing your children how to be or to thrive to be a business owner as opposed to trying to get a job and work for somebody. That's never going to be a situation where you're going to thrive because you're only going to thrive enough until that man pulls that job out from under you because his goal is to make sure his kids are straight. So the job that you're working to take care of your family is the job that you're working to help him with his business. You're not helping yourself. You're getting a check, but you're never going to be the boss. So we got to start thinking about this whole entrepreneurship. And everybody ain't built to be a business owner, but everybody is built to be a person that can start a business. If you're not the head person or the smartest person in your crew, hey, there's things called partnerships. There's things called the trifecta to where one person can come with the brains. You could be the, the you can be a quarterback in the situation. There's an individual that may have some money. 
whether you got it from hustling or, or, or working your ass off. Then there's people that got credit. And with that trifecta, you can do anything you need to do. So you might have credit and you might not have no cash flow. You need to partner with somebody that, that, got, that got cash flow. And you need to find somebody to quarterback the situation, what you want to do. If you want to get some property, if you want to start a business, find somebody that's good at that business and then fund that business. Partner with them. Fund the business together that can provide something for the community. How many corner stores you have in your neighborhood? On, I mean, literally, if you walk four blocks, there should be some form of, of, a, of a corner store or a market somewhere. And if you don't have that, fill the void. We need more corner stores, but we need to go in the corner store where we're going to see somebody that looks like us that lives in that community. I don't know how many times I don't went into corner stores and seeing, you know, people of different ethnicities coming in our neighborhoods and getting that bag and then going home. I mean, I'm not this, you know, I'm not this them. They they doing what they need to do for their families. But what are we doing in our own community? We can't go to Oakwood. We can't go to Centerville and pop up to a pop up shop and think we're gonna get it in. No, they're not happening, and we shouldn't either. So. Who gonna step up, y'all? Who gonna step up and and get get with me and a few individuals in our communities where we gonna start buying up the block, man? Who gonna help me get the first private school? It's not a charter school. I mean, all private to where we can teach our own curriculum. Who's gonna help me get out here and teach financial literacy? to not just our children to our, our parents and our adults so they can understand what credit is so they can understand what uh, what the feeling of being a homeowner is what, and they can understand on how to get tax breaks just by starting a business you can work for somebody else during the day start your business and run your business out of your house and get advantage get all kinds of tax advantages man I mean, if y'all interested in some of these things that I'm speaking on, hit me up right now at info at divinewealthprinciples.com. Or you can call the 1-800 number uh, and leave me a message. Leave your email and your phone number and leave me a message. Give me a call at 866-739-7552. Now, it's still Ramadan. I'm still fasting, so... You know, in about 20 minutes or so, I'm going to be able to eat. So, my brother, man, you know, if you're praying, you're fasting, you're doing all these things and you're still able to maintain, that's nothing but the God in you, man. And the God is in all of us. But we need to see the God in ourselves. And once we're able to see the God in ourselves, then we will, won't look at each other in a derogatory fashion that we do. I hear a lot of brothers, man, they, they say this all the time, and, they, and it kind of is funny to me, in a sense. But I, I, I really, really wish the brothers meant what they said when they said it. But I know it's fashionable to say. Um, a lot of my bro, bros are going to be able to understand it, and, and you may get a laugh out of it. You may, you know, look at it as being like, damn, you're right. But it's a lot of cats out here that's, that's using this term very loosely. They say, I love you, bruh. And you know what I'm saying? The first few times I saw people's reaction, 
when I said that to him. Because I'm not going to express, you know, that I love somebody unless I really feel that way about you. So, the first time I said that to him, bro, I said, bro, I love you, man. Stay up. You know, it was a, it was a look like, hell, you mean you love me? So, I didn't even think about what I was saying to who I was saying it to because everybody can't reciprocate love. It's people out here that don't even love themselves, man. I mean, y'all think this shit is a game? It's so much depression going on in the world, man. It's so much shit that people done went through as a child that they're still holding on to, and they don't know how to shake that. So they start self-medicating themselves. You see people smoking, popping pills, drinking all the time. They just trying to deal with what's going on, with the mechanisms that's going on in their head from stuff that they suffered as a child. That goes for men and women. So to hear people throw that term around so loosely now, and I'm not saying that, you know, when the brothers say it, that they don't mean it, but it, it take a lot for me to say, I love you to another brother or another female, because if I don't feel that way, I can't say it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to say something back to you that I really don't mean. And I don't even know if you really mean it the way that you're saying it to me. It could be the term or the slang of the month. You feel me? So I kind of like it, but at the same time, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like, mm, I don't know if you really mean that, but it's not for me to determine. If you're expressing a sign of love to your fellow brother or a sister, that's a beautiful thing, and I applaud that. I see see one of my brothers just popped up now. That's that's one of my brothers, and I love that brother. Brian Calloway, what's going on, family? I love that brother, and that's real. I've been knowing Brian over 40 years, man. Damn near 40 years. It's people that ain't even lived that long, bro. So, you know, that's a genuine, that come from a genuine place. place. And uh, I really wish there was a way that I can call all my homies. And I'm, I'm, I'm a, we're going to attempt to do it. We're going to attempt to do it before the summer really get out here. And I know I'm going to reach out to my man Tommy Owens. I'm going to reach out to uh, Marlon Shackleford. I'm going to reach out to... Uh, my man, uh, Tony Parker, he's actually uh, doing a wonderful job with uh, what we about to bring to the black, the young black males in our community for this summer program. Let me let me weigh in a little bit on that because I got to give you all the information. Now, if you go to my uh, Facebook page and my Instagram page, you'll see the Extraordinary Male Mentoring Group. This is a mentorship camp, and the information is as follows. The camp will start June 3rd all the way to August the 9th. You can drop your kids off at 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Before aftercare will be available for an additional fee. So if you need, need us to you know, keep them there a little longer, we can. Now, this service is $75 a week. Now, $75 a week is going to have daily activities, weekly educational projects, sport activities, leadership training, um, daily positive male interaction with a grown man. We're going to be teaching agricultural, electrical, vocational activities, 
and weekly professional mentorship with questions and answers, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I, my portion to, to, to what we're going to be doing is I'm going to be teaching kids from kindergarten all the way up to the sixth grade. I'm going to be teaching them the very basics of budgeting, of credit, of, of taxes. I'm going to give them seeds that they can see. I can learn about money. I can, I can you know, create a budget. I know what it is, as a, what a profit or loss is. These things that I'm going to be teaching these kids, man, is going to be something that they can go home and teach their parents. So, like I said, we got electricians. We got people. We have about 25 to 30 active members of the community, strong men, family men. So we're going to be nurturing these kids that may not have a father figure. So this is just not a regular camp. This is a mentor a male mentoring group. So we're going to be showing these little boys how to tie ties, how to fish, how to how to how to brush their teeth properly, how to wipe their ass properly cuz some kids don't know how to wipe their ass properly. So just things that should be taught at home that may be getting ignored or swept under work, under the rug for whatever reason. So I need y'all to, to really look into this, man. It's called the Extraordinary Male Mentoring Group. Like I said, my man Tony Parker allowed me to be a part of this, so I'm gonna do my part, and we're gonna we're gonna give our kids what they need because black boys don't need more discipline; they need mentors. Because as a young black child, if I didn't have some guidance that I had with the recreational parks, because a lot of parks, you know, like the Roosevelt Center. The Northwest Center came a little later than that. My aunt was in charge of those type of uh, type of events, and she helped organize Project Risk. Some of y'all, you know, my age or a little bit older, remember Project Risk. It used to be an at, at-risk program that kids would come for the summer. You know, we would be up in the center or whatever. They formed basketball teams, football teams, whatever. We would go on a vacation, a summer vacation, maybe Kings Island or something like that, but it was something that brought the community together. So it got kids off the street from, you know, maybe going down the wrong path and gave them something to look forward to. We got to get back to that, man. Our city ain't doing it. Our mayor ain't doing it. They're not providing real programs to help these kids do something as opposed to back in the day. They had programs that they funded now everything you got to come out your pocket for but that's okay because if we want our kids to be nurtured and we want our kids to to have positive role models and influences then I would rather you pay for that your own because you know what you're getting if you do something that's state-based or government-based then they 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 dictate what what can be told or what can be taught to your child and then they have strict guidelines and they want you to dance for that little dollar that they give them for the organization. We got to learn how to take care of self. We got to learn to get knowledge of self. We got to learn whose we are and who we are. And we got to we gotta be careful in these divided states of America, man, because they are dividing day by day. They're dividing with the states, with the territories, with the blocks. They're steady trying to keep us in division and in the cahoots with each other. We we need to 
Change the narrative, man. Let them know that we know how to coexist with one another. Let them know that we know how to get money with one another. Let them know that we know how to provide a service that everyone would appreciate. And I ain't talking about no ghetto bootleg, nothing. Anything that you do, anybody to come in my office to want to start a business, you got to be on your shit. And if you're not on your shit, I'm not dealing with you. Because if you really want to make a change, you have to level up. You got to level up. I don't want to spend my money with you just because you look like me. I want to spend my money with you because you provide the same kind of quality and the service that I'm used to getting from these other people. I'd rather spend with my people. I'd rather put money in your hand because I know your your, your son or your daughter may want to go to college one day. Or you have aspirations to expand your business. I want to provide that, but I want you to give me back what I'm paying for. I don't want you to give me no more than I would expect from any other any other company, but I want you to at least be professional in your delivery of service. Have a quality product. And I'll get you the money to finance that joint. So like I said, man, today's topic, it was kind of uh, last minute because I really wanted to jump on some other things, but I'm going to use this last 20 minutes of this show to give y'all a little bit of more information about the event that's going to be going on on the 22nd. Just going to give y'all a little bit what what we're going to be doing there without saying too much. When Obama was in office his last, I think his last year, he was dropping hints. And I know a lot of people got their their opinion about, about Obama and what he did and what he didn't do for for us as a people but when you understand his position and you understand what he could say and what he couldn't say um he kind of put it in perspective but when he was saying claim your nationality claim your birthright he was saying pretty much all he could say without rattling the powers that be to have them come after him because you know to get in those realms you have to take an oath man and that oath that you take you swear that oath on your life so you really can't afford to play with them people like that uh, once they put you in office because once they put you in office you basically you gotta play the game and if you step out of balance and try and you know say a little more than what you're supposed to say because you took that oath, they can come for you, man. They can come for your family. And if you old enough to know what they did to Kennedy, then that lets you know they don't give a damn about you being black, white, brown, Puerto Rican, or Haitian. If you say the wrong thing, then people are coming. They're coming. And hey, when you make, <laughs> when you swear and take an oath to do something, hey, your word is your bond. But those of you who are interested in uh, claiming your birthright, claiming your nationality, uh, to be able to come to this event, like I said, you got to inbox me, you got to email me, you have to do what you need to do early enough so we can run this background check on you to see if we even allow you to be able to come and attend this event. Uh, The event is a secret location. It won't be revealed until the day of the event. Uh, for security reasons because some individuals are going to be in our city that are high profile uh, 
private individuals. They're high profile in, in, in the aspect that they are well known and well respected all over the country and they not broke. Let's just put it like that. But they're willing to come here to our city and teach individuals the whole process and how to claim your birthright, claim your nationality, to do commerce on a whole nother level. So if you're interested in how to kickstart your business, of course I'll be able to throw some caveats in there on the on the personal credit and the business credit and the business development and give you some tips on uh, tax breaks with, in regards to uh, real estate and 10 major things that you can do that even CPAs, some CPAs don't even know some of the information that I got and I'm willing to share with y'all at this event. There's going to be three guest speakers and they're going to be coming from all parts of the country and they're going to be bringing you this information now. We only gonna have room for 10 to 20 people. They prefer it to be 10. I said, if 20 people, you know, raise up and they wanna get this information, I know I've been talking to about 10 people myself. So I wanna be able to, to, to put the right people in the room so they can take advantage of what I'm bringing to the city of Dayton. Um, just got back from Atlanta, Georgia networking with these individuals and they had a room of about 35 people people want this information people want to know how to claim their birthright people want to want to actually know how to, to to be free if you don't want to be a chattel property anymore if you understand what chattel property is if you understand what the second class citizen is you need to be at this event June 22nd if you want more information about it, hit me with an email at info at divinewealthprinciples.com. You can call and leave a message with your information and I can return your, your call if you call the 1-800 number at 866-657. Oops. Hold up. 866-739-7552. I was giving you the call numbers for the radio. <laughs> But yeah, what's going on, Mr. Mr. McLeod? Marcel, what's going on, family? But yeah, as we continue to, uh, we're going to wrap this up, but there's a lot of things that we're going to discuss on June 22nd. The first and foremost thing is how you can come out of being chattel property or second-class citizen. That's the very most important thing that you can learn from this meeting, if nothing else, just to be able to know that you claim your birthright. That's that's key. In addition to that, there's ways that that you can get a remedy for all of the <laughs> all of the things that you've been paying for twice, unbeknownst to you. It's called a redemption process. And y'all can look up this information. It, there's several books called the redemption process or the redemption manuals. But you can learn something about how to get remedy for things that you spent money on and paid for twice. I can just say that. Um, when it comes to student loans, 
um, child support. All of these things are illegal contracts that you've been in, and there's remedy for you if you can show that you know you were coerced into to going into these contracts without knowing fully of what you were signing. So it can help you with your tax situation, with any um, child support things, student loans. Basically, once you become free from this system, we can show you how to become debt free. Then I can show you how to get your credit together. Then I can show you how to establish your business. And then once you establish a business and, and we get you in there and you get you a tax ID number and get you business credit worthy, we have industries and we have opportunities where you can partner with us, where you can make money. So even if you didn't know what you were doing or what you wanted to do in, in regards to a business, we have multiple streams of income where you can tap in and become not wealthy, but you have a platform to where you can earn a living and do commerce with people all over this country and overseas. We have these platforms already in place. We just need people to step in and fill the shoes because me networking with the individuals that I'm networking with opens up the whole globe to you to do commerce. And once you're able to understand the difference between public and private, once you're operating in the private sector, your whole life, your whole classification and everything about you will change because you're now really free. Once you learn the truth and the truth will make you free, that scripture in the Bible is so true. But if you still don't know the truth and the whole truth, you're still walking around here mentally enslaved and enslaved financially. The new slave mechanism is your mind and the, 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 the precursor to that is you being enslaved to debt. So I don't want any of my people to be enslaved to debt. I don't want any of my people to be enslaved to a classification anymore. So that paperwork that's walking over you, this heart that's being held over your head and having to deal with these European <laughs> policy officers, you know, we, we trying to give you remedies for all of that, man. So the meeting that's going to take place on June 22nd, it's imperative that y'all take advantage of this because if you don't the opportunity won't come back through Dayton I'm telling you right now we don't need a hundred people in the room I, I'm not looking for all that I'm looking for 10 to 20 people that really want to do something different with their life and really want to come out of this slave mentality to learn how to do commerce to learn how to move in the private sector like the 1% because the 1%, they're not in the public. <laughs> they're in the private. They, they do things that you can't even fathom doing because you're not in your proper person. And this is not a black thing or a white thing. Of course, I'm going to talk to my people first before I, you know, open the door for anybody else. But this is everybody. Like, we three-fifths of a, of a, of a person. But even the individuals that, that are European and Caucasian, you're a slave too you might not be three-fifths of a person but you're a slave too you're a corporation too so you're chattel property too it's just 
you get a little bit more rights than what we get because we don't know where we come from. So we're walking around with a slave master's last name because we don't know who our father's 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 name was. (laughs) We know from when the slave master owned you and you were part of his property, so we've been carrying these slave names with us. Hence, the bay at the end of my name. The bay lets people know that I'm no longer a name. I have a bay name. I have a God name. So, a little bit of that information, man, is going to be a wealth of information. It's going to be something that's just not going to be that one-time thing. It's just basically going to give you all the information you need to know to know whether or not that's something you want to move forward with or if it's just too much because people run away from from change and people run away from responsibility. If you're the type of person that are absolutely cool with providing and doing for yourself and you don't need a handout and we can show you how to do commerce without having to depend on the government and thinking that this 40-40-40 plan is going to save your life, bro. If you work 40 hours a week for 40 years of your life to get 40% of the money that wasn't enough with the 100% and you think that's going to sustain you you're madly mistaken so we're trying to show you the new end game trying to show you how to do commerce and a way to set up these trusts for your family so you will have businesses or you'll have opportunity to to give your family members jobs, to give friends in the community jobs. So now if you're giving someone employment, it's not like they're working for the man. We're working for each other. So if if I can hire you to to do something in in my spectrum of business, you're going to get a fair pay. You're going to be able to provide for your family. You're going to be able to spend with your community because in addition to what I'm doing, I'm trying to make sure we can have a grocery store of our own. We can have a school of our own. So if your kids and my kids going to the same school, we're getting the same information. We're teaching them financial literacy. We're teaching them how to, you know, electricians. We're teaching them that crap. We're teaching them carpentry. We're teaching them how to plant. We're teaching them agriculture. We're teaching them things that, that they can use with their hands. They don't have to wait till they go to college. They can start earning money right now. They can start knowing how to grow that, to work that land right now. You know what I'm saying? So, let's stop playing, man. Let's stop stop waiting for the government to, to, to give us something. <laughs> let's stop waiting for the sky to open up and, and something gonna fall down for us. Let's Stop bullshitting. Let's come together as men and grown women and support one another. It starts with your household, man. Get your house in order. Stop going around here spreading your seeds around like like fertilizer, bro. We got to start taking care of these babies. We got to start showing them what a man looks like. We got to start showing them what a woman looks like. And we got to start raising these kids and, and keeping our communities safe. We got to learn how to show these kids how to defend themselves. (laughs) 
we got to start taking our kids to the gun range. We got to show them how to assemble a gun, take a gun apart. We got to show them all of this because ain't nobody going to teach them. Somebody might not have taught you. So that's the purpose of us coming together. So steel can sharp as steel. We got to get out here and we got to get real with one another. We got to be able to look out for one another. We got to stop looking at each other as being a target or an enemy and start looking out to each other as a comrade. So once we do that, and when we can look outside and know that my neighbor to my left and my neighbor to the right got my back as opposed to what the hell they over there doing, bruh, we could change what's going on in our community ourselves. We could fire the police. We could fire the mayor. We could fire everybody downtown. They don't need no checks. If we're taking care of ourselves, then, then what we need to pay taxes for? Self-governing is doable. Will we need regulations? We need people to police us. We need to police ourselves. We can go up and down the street and, and say what's right and what's wrong. We know how to correct, you know, bad behavior in our neighborhoods. We, we can we can do that better than they can do it because we know our people. We we understand when when someone's being passionate as opposed to being angry. It's just just it's just a different scenario, man. And I want to be a part of the revolution before I get ghost on y'all. <laughs> because if, you know, you can't keep asking people to step up to the plate and help. And nobody's wanting, you know, to come to the table or to, to aid in assisting you. Because you can get put on the island out here trying to do good God's work. And, you know, people don't want to want to help you out. They want to ridicule you. Or they want to talk about you ain't you ain't doing shit. But what are you doing? <laughs> like what, the the questions that I'm asking y'all, are posing to y'all, is not it's not you know gigantic things that I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to take care of what's in your house. If you can take care of your kids and your and your family, and then you can look next door. It might not be a man in the house. If you can look out for that individual and show him a difference. And if you don't know how to get to some money the legal way, holler at me. I can help you get to some money the legal way. And like I said, we all work in a job in some shape or fashion. But whatever job that you work in, whatever position you're at, we can create a job just based off of them experiences alone. It's, it's, a, it's a million ways to get money out here. You just got to stop thinking that it's only one or two. Because the one or two that you, you're trying to use has been tried by everybody. And if you're doing it the wrong way, you're going to end up in jail. You know what I'm saying? An honest pay is what it is. If you're going to go get your hustle on, do it the right way. Hustle for something that's that's not gonna put you behind bars or put you in in the ground, bro. Get some of these materials that I'm teaching and hustle up on some of this information and change your own situation. With a little help, you can change whatever situation you're in. I guarantee tell you, I can put you in a better situation in, in less than a year. People want the quick fix, man. It ain't no quick fix to, to, to revolution. It's just 
you go, you work, you push, you strive, you keep getting up every morning. As long as you get up every morning and you're trying, you have never failed. You can never fail if you never quit. That's real spit, man. Once again, let me recap. The show was called Recalibrate Your Thought Process. The enemy's best weapon is division, you guys. And we're living in the divided states of America. Our self-hate has been taught for centuries. But like I said, we can promote a different agenda to save ourselves. Knowledge itself corrects that behavior. The enemy has always used the divide and conquer technique to the extent that we would rather hate our brother to please the enemy as a tainted way of seeking his approval. That's some deep shit I just said, man. I need y'all to marinate on that. And once again, um, starting, they're taking registrations right now, man. And starting June 3rd, the Extraordinary Male Mentoring Group Mentorship Camp. And I'm like I said, again, I'm proud that I'm a, I'm a part of that that group and I'm going to be uh, looking forward to working with some of these kids. Uh, the age groups, I think, is either between five or six all the way up to 11 or 12. We're going to be providing this camp from June 3rd to August the 9th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. They're going to be fed twice a day um all types of of activities daily positive male interaction grown men you know what i'm saying we ain't talking about kids we talking about grown men with families that can inspire and deposit some of this positive energy into these children while they're young while they're young enough to to see a different side before they are engulfed in I want to be a basketball player, football player. I want to sell dope. We got to give them more options. We got to show them that my man, Tramel Hayes, he has an electric company, him and his brother. They own their own business. They get to the bag. They have fun. They're electricians. They know how to do all kinds of stuff, and they still have fun. They play, uh, you know, semi-pro football. So they need to see those role models. So once we're able to put that in perspective for these kids, man, then it gives them a different path. Because if all you see is basketball, football, drugs, basketball, football, drugs, that's all you know. So giving them a different aspect on life and a different look on life, showing them how to tie a tie. You know, as a as an eight-year-old, I learned how to tie a tie. My dad, unfortunately, wasn't here. He He was murdered when I was seven. But a brother of mine. His name is Gig Houston. Taught me how to tie a tie, man. That's crazy. But his daddy taught him. And then, you know, he had brothers and stuff. But Gig Houston taught me how to tie my first tie. And I'll never forget that, man. It meant so much to me. And me and him, same age, on the same level. But he was able to show me something that I would never know without his help. So things like that, man. We're going to be showing these kids a lot. We're going to be depositing things from our childhood into their childhood so they can know, you know, it's it's, it's more than just the bull that they seeing in these rap videos, man. So I'm going to leave you all with that. 
Um, if you go to my Facebook page or you go to Anthony Parker's Facebook page, you'll see the flyers and they have a link on there where you can go ahead and, and start registering. I think they're doing registering today. They started today. So you click on the form, you fill it out, and you're in there. I think the fee is $75 a week. They're using Cash App or whatever. And like I said, they're going to provide breakfast and lunch and a, a, amongst a, a lot of other things that we're going to be doing, man. But take a look on my page, man. You'll see uh, a lot of positive individuals in there, a lot of them that you know. But, uh, yeah, we're going to give these kids a whole lot of information, a whole lot of things to look forward to. We're going to give them the real. We ain't going to give them nothing fake. We're not going to sugarcoat nothing with them. And hopefully this is going to be the start of a, a very prosperous mentoring group. So, like I said, man, I'm not just out here talking. I'm not just out here talking, man. I'm trying to live it. So, uh, I got some brothers that I'm banding with, and we committed to uh, helping these kids this summer, our little boys, and we hope we can get some women to start doing something similar. But uh, y'all be safe, man. Happy hump day. I love y'all, and I say that from the bottom of my heart, not from the tip of my tongue. And y'all be safe, man, until I see y'all Saturday. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my man Andre can find my roomie, my homie. What's happening? <laughs> uh, what's the difference between me? Once again, man, Elder Time Bay. This is blogtalkradio.com. Y'all be safe if they're real. And another one. Uh, what's the difference between real and fake? What's the difference between love and hate? Opinions are different and let me be more specific before you answer that in your head let this marinate saying you real but love jacking people for bricks and chips and then when it happens to you you look at them like you ready to retaliate on the people that did it and you in the same business that you got yourself in and that's not a pure jealousy because you love to do it but think nobody else will that's why i installed it in my head to do the things that i feel that's more important to getting a gorgeous woman or flossing or having paper so long if it feels you would get lost and I'm trying to grab right by the head and stun the game like the office Cause nowadays it's rarely seen from CMC to do that quite often So I sit back, enjoy life for every day that I breathe And do this music till it's time for me to leave, you know You talk about some flashy
and I end up having a dad. I'm Man, just saying. Don't you talk about them flashy, flashy, and I talk about what I feel.